0: how the theme song goes. Welcome back to the premiere podcast for C++ Comedy. This is The Constitutionals. I'm your host, Chad White, and that was a new intro that I'm trying out. Also, I'm, I'm sitting like, <laughs> usually I sit maybe uh, about uh, half a foot back from the microphone. I am now sitting on top of the microphone. I'm doing laundry as we speak. My, the laundry room in my mom's house is right behind my bedroom, and it is loud. Did it stop? It stopped. All right, great, awesome. So now I can move back and can turn up the microphone. I can sit like I normally sit and be comfortable and everything. And I got to record this episode because in eighteen minutes, a new episode of iZombie is going to be coming on the CW. And you know how much I love my CW hour-long procedural dramas. I love them. Oh, it's only a. Uh, was it craziest girlfriend and the Flash and Eye Zombie? I reluctantly still watch Supergirl and Arrow, although I have not seen the last two episodes for either of those shows, mostly because I was working those nights. And then I just did. I said I was going to catch up, never did. Here we are, where Arrow is about to air tonight, or no, Thursday night uh, at nine o'clock, and I'm still two episodes behind. I'll just read the reviews on AV Club. I I just not. It's not that I don't have time. It's just that I don't want to. Spe- <laughs> I'm so disappointed in that show. Speaking of shows on uh, television that are hour-long and they're dramas, I am currently blasting through – when I say blasting, I mean blasting. I am blasting through Unreal. Five times Unreal it is a show, if you don't know. If you don't know, Unreal is a great show. It's a fantastic, wonderful show. It's a show that – follows the drama it's a scripted show that follows the drama of the reality show that is a show called Everlasting it's the same thing as the bachelor and in fact the show Unreal was created by a producer an ex-producer of the bachelor who worked on the show i think from 2002 to 2004 so this is all manufactured a lot of it feels real though with the exception of you know there's a suicide in the first season and there's a, a, a lesbian character in the first season. I assume that that's fake, but, I mean, there's been 14 seasons of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I don't know how many seasons, actually, so. Anyway, yeah, this is uh, this is great. I mean, I'm excited, and right now, it's uh, unreal. Com- I'm, I mean, I'm only on episode five, I believe. I, I just I, they took a year off. They took a hiatus, a year hiatus in between the season two and season three. And I and in that year, in that exact year, they put it on Hulu. They put the second season on Hulu. And I said I was going to watch it. And I just never did. And then last week, I said, I better get to it. Unreal starts next Monday. And here we are. I'm, fi- I'm five away. I think this I think it's a 10 episode season. I'm five away from finishing. Well, actually, no, I don't have to actually watch episode five, so I'm six away from finishing. <laughs> there we go. It's a, but it's a wonderful show. Uh, I, I, you know what? I probably should have pulled up its uh, Wikipedia page um, before I started talking about it. <laughs> they got to hear me type. All right, I'm done. All right. Um, it's great. It started in 2015. It stars Sherry Appleby and uh, Craig Bierko and Constant Zimmer. And just a whole and a whole bunch of people were in that show, and it's just so wonderful. A bunch of beautiful people in this lifetime show. Oh my gosh, it's I can't I can't wait. It's a, so the main character is a, a Sherry Appleby's character, and uh, she's her name is Rachel she's a she's a, not a showrunner she's a producer for the show she's basically killing herself for the show and uh, in the first season but she get she comes back from not a sabbatical but from like from being on medical leave because she went crazy during the season finale of the last episode of the uh, last episode last season of Everlasting and, uh, and then, and then, you know, throughout the first season, she's, uh, f- trying to stay on her, her bosses, which is Constance Zimmer. She's Constance Zimmer. Constance Zimmer. She's a showrunner for Everlasting. And, um, She's a producer. Oh no, she's a producer for uh, for Everlasting. During the first season, during the second season, she's a showrunner. Anyway, uh, and she's and, and and her name is Quinn, and she's trying to 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 make this show get the high ratings, get make a show. If you've never worked in television, which I have, which I worked for news, it's all about ratings, and it's uh less about. I hate this word, but it's less about the content, more about the ratings. And uh, yeah, so there you go. And then there's uh, Craig Birko. His name is. He's got playing a guy named Chet. He's a douchebag. Uh, <laughs> gonna be very, very, very true. Uh, and uh, then there's Jeffrey Bauer Chapman. He's playing a character named Jay. Uh, get this. Wikipedia describes him as a gay producer on Everlasting, <laughs> who was initially one of Rachel's only friends. <laughs> I think we've moved past. I, th- I don't think gay should be an attribute for any character. Oh, the, uh, the, <laughs> we're describing character. Uh, oh, he's black. He's gay. Uh, and he's tall. <laughs> and he's the voice of reason for the show. <laughs> That's weird. Don't do that. And then there's uh Josh Kelly playing Jared, Jeremy canner. Oh, you know, it's weird. Uh, J- Chet that C- Craig beer go for the second season of this, of unreal. He lost a lot of weight for the second season of unreal. Jer- uh, Josh Kelly gained a lot of weight. It's insane. I don't understand what happened, but Craig looks great. Uh, Jeremy, I mean Josh, should probably lose that weight because <laughs> it's not helping him at all. I saw it. I saw it in his cheeks, and I thought, oh boy, this man got. I haven't seen this show in a year. Is this he got? He got a little bit bigger than, uh and now it, you see it. He's he's a big guy. Anyway, it's a good show. I, I urge everybody to watch it. I only started watching because. Years and years and years ago when Emily V. Gordon and Kumail Nagiani said <laughs> when they were still doing their podcast, Emily was talking about it on the, uh, what's it called, Indoor Kids. Emily was talking about it and how, and how good it was and how much she liked it. And I thought, boy, I should, I should watch that show because Emily likes it because Emily's a, a great woman. And now they're too busy to do uh, <laughs> their podcast. Now they're too famous, too famous. Oh, the creator of Unreal. I'm looking at her Wikipedia page, which shows you how tuned into this podcast I am as I talk. I just let my mouth my mouth and my brain go, but my eyes are reading. That I reserve 10% of my brain to read. Uh the am uh, so stupid what I just said. Uh she her Marty Noxon, she's producing the uh Tomb Raider movie. That's good for her. The Tomb Raider movie. I, I'm excited to see it. It's I think it's based on the yeah it's based on the 2013 game the uh, reboot of the Tomb Raider series that came out. It's uh, Dawn of the Tomb Raider? Nope. It's just called Tomb Raider: Rise of the Tomb Raider is The game I bought that game. That's a sequel that came out I think in 2015, 2016. I bought that game. Because it it did have, it initially came out on Xbox One and it had low sales, and so I bought it to boost the sales. That's the only time it's ever happened in my life where I where I bought where I bought a video game or a movie to boost the sales, and uh, let's just say it helped. Because when it came to PS4, everybody bought it. (laughs) Let's just say I was the one who did it. Um, No, I bought on sale, and uh, it was great. I'm not. I'm actually, honestly, I'm not done with it. The second game, I beat the first game. I think two years ago. Uh, but I'm not doing the this, this second game because there, I have a lot of games, but I don't have a lot of time. And I don't have a lot of time to watch TV. I don't have a lot of time to watch movies. I just – to anyway, so <laughs> let's get back to – no one cares about this. Tomb Raider 2018. Elisa Vikander is playing Lara Croft. Uh, I saw a trailer, the second trailer. not The first trailer looked fine. I, I think I, I, I'm interested and I'm going to watch the movie. Second trailer kind of threw me off a little bit. <laughs> I wish I wish they did some things. I want to take a look at this trailer as I talk. Let's see. Uh, If you want to, if you want to, if you want to do this along with me, why did I just type in trailer? (laughs) Why did I type in trailer? Why did I just type in trailer? I don't understand the one. There's one that came out trailer. Number two, this one came out a month ago. I'm looking at this on the movie, uh, movie clips thing on YouTube. All right. So the second trailer, it's showing her, she's boxing and stuff. Her ship crashes uh, it's there's, and she's meeting up with some people. She sees Walton Goggins who looks wonderful with a beard. He's a great guy. And now she's walking through a forest. Yeah, see this one doesn't it doesn't make it a movie. It's not making it a movie. That makes sense to me. She's falling off a, into a lake into a river. <laughs> it's not a lake. <laughs> and the river's Russian. It's a Russian river. She grabs onto a plane, the edges of a plane. They say this year she's they see Walton guy she oh yeah anyway so anyway it's a it's it's a movie and it's gonna be fine. It's a video game movie. Not a lot of video game movies are good. Not a lot of video game movies are good. None of the video game movies are good. None. None of the video game movies are good. Let's see, let's find all of video game movies. The only one that's good, live action feels based on video games. The only one that, and I watched, uh, what was it, Ratchet & Clank? The one, the movie that tied in with the video game reboot? I bought that. I, I, got, I wanted that game so bad last Christmas. I got it. Not the not the Christmas I just passed. Last Christmas. I got it. Played it. I loved it. Fantastic. My first Ratchet & Clank game. it's It makes sense because that's a remake, remake of the first game. I love it. I still have it. I'm not going to trade it. I love that game. It's a very good game. I might pick it up again someday because it looks good. It looks good. It played well. And then I, I, the movie came out in theaters. It was not received well. People at IGN crapped on it during the pod, their podcasts, their all their, the PlayStation podcast and the GameScoop podcast. So then I said, you know what? I'll wait till it comes to Redbox. I I rented it on Redbox. Boy, did I not have a good time. I stopped it in the middle of the movie. I, I continued to watch it the next morning, but I stopped it at night and I watched something else. So here are the movies that are based on video. I have another thing that I need to talk about, but here's the, here are the movies that are based on video games. We got Ace. It's an Ace Attorney film. What? Oh, Alone in the Dark. Oh, Ace Attorney. That's a Japanese film. Ain't nobody gonna watch no Japanese film. I'm not gonna read. This is why I only watch anime that's dubbed. I don't. I'm not trying to read. Just dub it. <laughs> Just dub it, guys. <laughs> Speaking of which, I did not finish Assassination Classroom. I got to the episode where they won and uh, Koro Sensei is not gonna die. Um, and and so I now have two. I have two more episodes left where they're gonna finish out the school year. But since the threat is gone, I just have no reason to finish it anyway. (laughs) I'm very single. Please help. Uh, So anyway, Ace Attorney is really hot. Mike, I'm sorry about that. Uh, Alone in the dark, alone in the dark Two. There's a second one. What in the world? Who, who, who financed this? Who would make this movie? Universal Studios home entertainment. I'm disappointed in you. I understand trying to make the first movie. How are you gonna make the second movie? Y'all wasted time and money like that. Universal home entertainment. List of direct to video films. Darkman 2. That's the first one in 1995. Tremors 2. Darkman 3. Bean. In 97? Bean? That's a direct to it said featured. Nah, right, anyway. Tremors 3. Beethoven's third. Beethoven's Fourth, Charlotte's Web 2. Oh, my God. I remember that movie. Wow. Time Cop 2, Beethoven's Fifth. They have five Beethoven's. <laughs> Tremors 4, <laughs> The Chronicles of Riddick, Dark Fury. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I think people actually like that movie. No, that's a cartoon. They made the cartoon one They or they distributed the cartoon one. American Pie presents the naked mile. I had to see that movie for a very long time. I was, I was so into the two in um, American pie. I loved American pie so much. And, and, uh, and that it took me way too long to realize that the, the <laughs> these, the sequels, is that what they're called? Anything that's not in the main canon of American pie is garbage. Oh, they had the beta house movie. Oh, his name is Eric Stifler. Oh, I get it. Okay, he plays—he plays, he plays the—he's uh, he, Stifler's Stifler's brother, or something. I am going to say brother. How many movies did they have for spinoffs? I'll—I'll I'll get back to the video game thing. How many video game movies? How many movies did they have to spin off? They have Bandcamp. I watched that one. The Naked Mile. I watched that one. Did I watch Beta House? I don't think I watched Beta House. And then they have the Book of Love. I definitely did not watch that. I don't. Know. Eugene Levy was in all of them. <laughs> Eugene, Le- hey Eugene, you wanna you wanna start this movie? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> they need the character of the main character. They need the main character's dad from the first movie, of course. How are these people working? How are these people? I mean, I'm. I jokingly say this, but I would do a direct to video movie. I mean, I do a direct to uh, Netflix movie. Crap. I, I got I got plenty of ideas. The uh, fun fact, the producer of American Pie Bandcamp, <laughs> why is this a podcast, also produced um, the book, he, all right, so he took two movies off, he took off The Naked Mile and Beta House, and he produced The Book of Love in 2009, so he took four years off. For a very long time, they were doing a movie a year. It was Bandcamp in 05, The Naked Mile in 06, Beta House in 07, and then they skipped 08, and then went to straight to Book of Love in 09. <laughs> Uh, Jeff Cardoni was a uh, composer for The Naked Wild and for Beta House. Let's see what else he's worked on Worked fun. Worked fun. Mike and Dave wedding dates. I love that movie so much. I love it. That is not a joke. I love that movie. Uh, Girl Boss canceled. Training Day, I believe that was canceled. True or false. That was canceled. February 2nd to May 20th, 2017. But only because young Bill Paxton passed away. That sucks. Let's see. Oh, it had a 21% on Rotten Tomatoes, and the ratings were in decline anyways, so it might have been canceled uh, regardless. Middle school, the worst years of my life. This is what that Jeff guy did. Speechless. I like that show. It's, all the shows are coming back now that the Olympics are over. I can't wait. The Grinder. I love that show. Silicon Valley. It's okay show. It's a little bit up its own butt. The Michael J. Fox show. the a fine show. Wilfred. Great, fantastic show. The League. Every season except for the last one was good. Just Friends, 30 Days, Love for an Entourage. Nope. Pit My Ride. <laughs> and Mad TV. Oh, he started with Mad TV. Good for him. He did he did every season up until uh, 2016. The new one. Wow. Why? But well, okay. <laughs> that's a good that's a paycheck, man. That's a what is that? Who owned who owned Mad TV? Fox? That's a paycheck. Distribution for the American Pie movies <laughs> for bandcamp, Naked Mile, Beta House, Book of Love. Uh, in this order was Universal Pictures, Universal Studios, Home Entertainment, Universal Pictures, Universal Studios. Universal Studios? Did they? they went, for Book of Love, they said, we're going to bring out all the stops. We're going to bring out all the stops. Uh, we're going to produce this movie. Here are the movies that, here's the latest movie that Universal Studios produce. I'm going to find it. They they do the Halloween films. They do the the monster movies. They do the Sherlock Holmes films. Uh, they did the Doctor Seuss movies. Bring It On, Madagascar, Hellboy, the uh, the Hulk movies. They own the Hulk movies. The the Hulk movie distribution rights. What? Strange. I think Illumination might be a because I see a lot of Illumination movies. Like, what's it called? What is this Despicable Me? Pitch Perfect. The Purge. The Crudes. They do they work with DreamWorks a lot? Yeah, they do own Illuminate or they do they co-produce with Illumination. They co-produce with Illumination and DreamWorks. Okay, that's how that's how that happens. Uh okay. Well, we'll we'll be talking about Dreamworks, a DreamWorks thing in a, a very short while. Yeah, Eugene Levy appeared in every single American Pie movie. <laughs> Every single one from American pie in 1999 American pie 2 in 2001 American wedding in 2003 American reunion in 2012 band camp, the naked mile beta house and the book of love. He's the only person to do that. The only person there's another stifler. There's another stifler. Oh, this guy doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Wow. Okay, so for the last movie, it was just a whole new cast of people, and Beth Burrs. Wow, good for them. Let's see box office performance for the American Pie movies. <laughs> this is way too. This is too far. Uh, worldwide total was nine hundred eighty nine million dollars. Almost nine ninety. Wow, good for them. American Reunion. I remember that movie. I remember seeing that movie come out. Anyway, all right. Let's get back to this uh, universal thing. <laughs> let's see. What else? <laughs> what were we talking about? No, we were talking about video game movies. There <laughs> we go. Half uh, Halo 4, Forward Into Dawn. There was a Half-Life movie, but I don't know what that is. I think that might just be a short film. Yeah, it's not worth my time. I don't care. Uh, Halo 4, Forward Into Dawn. Hitman. Hitman, Agent 47. There are two Hitman movies. Do, don't count Pokemon Pokemon apocalypse. Oh, that's a live action movie. Ew. Oh, Ew, it's in Canada. Ew, it's only two minutes long. That's not a movie. Dragon ball. Z. Does that count? No. Doom. There's a double dragon film. There's a, Oh, is that Japan? No, it's a no Paul Dini, Paul Dini. Batman's Paul Dini. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Batman's Paul Dini. He wrote the double dragon film, the story for it, at least. Dead Rising. Dead Rising. I think both of those are on Crackle. Dead Rising, Endgame, and Dead Rising, Watchtower. I believe Rob Riggle's in the first one. Jesse Metcalf is in the second one. He's in, the, I mean, in both. I think he plays Frank. I don't know that much about this. Is Jesse Metcalf? Uh, nope. Nope. That's not the guy I'm thinking about. He's, all, he's on Glee, though. He was on Glee. No, he's on John Must Die. And Desperate Housewives. Oh, man, I watch way too much TV and too many movies. He was on Glee, though, wasn't he? No, that's the other guy. All right, anyway. <laughs> Video game movies. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Mortal Kombat Rebirth. Oh, those were the online ones, weren't they? From uh, Machinima and stuff, I believe. Or Machinima distributed them. There's an Uncharted film coming, apparently. Oh, yeah, that's right. Far Cry. Need for Speed. I remember that movie. Warcraft. Yokai Watch. Those are cartoon, though. These are live action. Uh, how many Street Fighters? One, two, three, four, five. Five Street Fighters. The Legend of Chun-Li. I think... Michael Clark Duncan was in that one. He was. Oh man. I gotta stop. It's starting, guys. It's starting. I can't wait. I can't wait. Zombie is starting. I need to pay attention. Neil McDonough was uh in bison. I love Neil McDonough so much. He's such he's he's such a good guy. He's such a ruthless actor. And every time he plays a villain in pretty much everything he's ever done, except for Captain America, where he played dum dum dumb Dugan. Uh, he's a, but he's a great actor. He's such a wonderful actor and go watch him in Arrow. He made, he made the two seasons of Arrow go like one of the best seasons. He also played, he played Damien Dark. It was the first time they had magic in this world. Oh, so good. All right. I'm done with that. Uh, <laughs> but before we go, <laughs> I spent too much time talking about, Video games and then American Pie. This is called this is the worst American Pie episode uh, remembrance I've ever done. Um, you know, what I really want to do is all of the Harry Potters are on HBO. I want to record my, a long time ago, Eugene, no, I'm sorry, Gil Oziri when the Entourage movie was coming out, Gil Oziri sat down and watched all of Entourage, all of Entourage in one sitting and he live streamed it. And I want to do that. But I also want to record it. He recorded it too, of course, but I want to record it or somebody recorded. record. It. I don't know who recorded. I want to record it. And, uh, I want to, I want to record myself watching all of Harry Potter at once. I want to live tweet about it. And I also want to live stream it. And I also want to record it for a podcast, like a commentary and then release it all, everything for free. Of course. Cause you know, I'm nobody, but I think that'd be good. And I, and I, one day if I ever have a following, I want to do that. I want to do that for Harry Potter. I want to do it for Lord of the Rings I want to do it for The Hobbit. It's all the same thing. I want to do it for Back to the, Back to the Future. I'm just looking at my movie collections right now, the things that I own. Um, I want to do it for the Batman movies, the Superman movies. I think that might be it. No other superhero movies. I'm done with superheroes. Uh, the Disney princess movies. I will, I would do that. Even the sequels. I would sit down. But at that point, I need to get paid. Anyway. How to Train Your Dragon <laughs> uh, uploaded the last season of Dragon's Race to the Edge. If you don't know, you don't know what that show is. Um, Dragon's Race to the Edge is a show that takes place in between the first movie and the second movie. So if you if you're like me and you watch the first movie because <laughs> you're a child and then you watch the second movie, there is uh, you notice that the, they mentioned that the characters have grown five years They're Instead of being 15, they're now Hiccup is 20 years old now. So it was friends. So uh, the show Race to the Edge involves the dragon riders moving to Burke. So Hiccup, Rough Nut, Tough Nut, uh, The Blonde Girl, America Frera plays her, <laughs> Snotlout, and uh, Big Boy, Chunky, uh, <laughs> Fishlegs, uh, Astrid, that's her name. They all move with their dragons to a new island they call the Edge. And they set their sights on a thing called the Dragon Eye. They make things, Hiccup makes this thing called the Dragon Eye. And they search uh, the world for dragon lenses, which are things that help them find the king of dragons. And there's a lot of bad guys after them. Uh, like, but But we find out in the series, and in the last episode of the series, that the bad guys were all employed by one man named Drago. Drago is the villain in the second movie. I know this because I just watched the second movie again yesterday. So there we go. So it's really cool. It's so, And they tell these – it's a wonderful serialized show. Every episode matters. They they do a lot of callbacks. They talk about – they give you the history of the dragons. They give you the it's, – it's amazing. I just can't – I can't believe that I was drawn in by this show. They had another show on Cartoon Network. I think I talked about uh, How to Train Your Dragon a long time ago in this podcast. But – they, talk, they had another show on Cartoon Network before DreamWorks went bankrupt, and they had a deal with Netflix to produce 300 hours of content, original content, uh, before that deal was re-upped to do 500 hours, and I, now I think they're coming up on 500, too. But anyway, I think that's why they ended the show. Anyway, this season, this show was six seasons long. I don't understand how it took five years for uh, – this took place in five years. Anyway, okay, so – uh, but yeah, it's uh, – I don't know what I was saying before <laughs> – but oh the first season the the first two so the show on Cartoon Network lasted for two seasons and I think it was 52 episodes uh and that was called something how to train your dragon dragon riders riders of Burke or something like that and that lasted for two seasons and uh it was it did not look good I'm gonna say that right now it was an ugly show and that's why I don't think I watched it on Cartoon Network because I because I watched Cartoon Network because I'm an adult uh but it's a, it's a, it, it was, but it did, I remember when I did watch it, it was, uh, it, it did have a lot of good storylines, but it, again, it was just a Cartoon Network show, is mass produced, it had over so many episodes, then you can only do, a, you know, a, a quality amount, uh, that was good, it, only so much of it was good, and so the animation really suffered from the first movie, and ver- looking at the second movie, but then you look at this, this Netflix show, this uh, Dragon Riders of Berk, Dragon's Riders of Berk, And, uh, and even the movies, the short films that came with, that came out that, that were on the DVDs, like the Christmas one. And there's, I think it's a Halloween one. I don't know, but those are, those are better, even better than the show. So even better than the cartoon show, but the, the show that's on Netflix is, it looks good. It looks like the second movie you get to know these characters. And, and honestly, after watching the, the show and then watching the second movie, you, they really did the movie was made first, obviously with the show second in mind, but they really did do a good job with painting a companion series for this movie. Uh, the, even though in the movie, uh, in the last episode of the series of the dragon race to the dragon race to the edge. Yeah. Race to the edge. Uh, hiccup runs into the, the, the king of dragons that, well, the a baby, a, basically a baby version of the king of Dragon dragons, Uh, that has that's blowing ice instead of fire. It's blowing ice and there's ice everywhere versus in the movie, they run into the ice in like the first 20 minutes and Hiccup goes, what is this? (laughs) And all I can think to myself is when I was watching it last night, what actually I said out loud, I said, you saw this, you, but they didn't know that they were going to make that a part of the, the series. And in the, and in the series, it was great because uh, the, but, and then there's this thing, they have all these factions of dragon riders, that are uh, they're they're all they're not Vikings but they're different factions of people that either have dragons or work with dragons and they're not mentioned in the second movie although there is no time to mention them in the second movie because that second movie is so much of a second movie it's so much of a sequel they they expect you to know everything of the first from the first movie but they explain it all in expositional narration within the first two minutes and then they just go it's just like if you I lo- I really like the desolation of Smaug I think that is the best Hobbit movie because the first movie was really slow <laughs> and it really didn't do much but The Desolation of Smaug was so good uh, but it is such a second movie because when it, when things, nothing it expects you to know everything from the first movie it expects you to know a lot of stuff from the other le- Lord, I'm going to say Legends of the Hidden Temple, Lord of the Rings movies <laughs> so there you go but Dragon's Race to the Edge is a wonderful show and uh, I do not appreciate its revisionist history that the movie did and if, I mean, I don't know if they knew they were going to do a movie, a TV show afterwards, but yeah, I don't even know. I assume, I think, so I think the dragon riders of Burke takes place bef- after the second movie, after the first movie. And so then uh, race to the edge takes place after that. So we spent seven seasons with these kids. I spent seven seasons with these kids. I spent five. I spent no six. So it was eight. 'Cause it was two. Because they did six for Netflix. Man. That's a good it's a good show. And it really makes all Hail King Julian look like crap. And that show is crap. So many fart jokes, so many butt jokes. Uh, I spend too much time doing these things. Alright. Anyway, I'm gonna watch Eye uh, iZombie. Wish me luck. It's gonna be great. If you like this. <laughs> Why don't you head over to cpluscomedy.com where you got the latest news, reviews, features, interviews, and other good comedy bits that only I can provide you with. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you a little secret here. I came in here with only two topics and I talked for th- nearly 30 minutes about American Pie. The American Pie history, Unreal, and uh, how to train your dragon history. Anyway. Uh, follow us on Twitter at C Plus Comedy follow me on Twitter at Chad Black White like us on Facebook Uh, go to the webpage youtube.com slash C Plus Comedy this week's episode it's a weekly news show if you don't know what that is I host it it's really good Uh, I might be a little bit biased but if you don't know what that is it's a show where I I get a a topic every week and I talk about it and it's uh, written and it's highly produced it's overly produced (laughs) and uh, yeah so this week's episode is appreciation for the Duplass Brothers I really love the work they do and I just I've just been watching Togetherness, which I assume I'll talk about next week, which I should have talked about today. <laughs> togetherness and uh, thinking it was enlightened, but it's not enlightened, and I thought enlightened was togetherness. So uh, that means nothing to you. I'll explain it next week, and I probably won't because I won't remember it. <laughs> uh, it's a good, it's a good episode this time. And then also I talked about uh, NBC reformed, uh, picked up Superstore, the TV show, for a fourth season. It's the first time picking up a show for a fourth season in a very long time. So I talk about the history of the shows that they canceled, the comedies that they canceled in the past few years. It's a lot. It's a lot. I only talk about a handful of them, too. It's pretty good. Anyway, I gotta go. So, thanks for listening. Bye!